be greeted in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. This is Women's Month. Uh, I hope you guys are still doing your best to impact society out there with the word of God, with everything that God has blessed you with, with everything that God has put inside of you. Make it a point that you share with other women out there so that they, their lives may, may change, so that they may not remain the same in their lives. Hallelujah. Uh, welcome to Christ the Art Church Life Service. And we are excited to bring to God's word with us. Let's declare together today that this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. If you don't declare the word of God in your life, nothing will move. So let's, it, let's make it a habit to declare the word of God every day. Hallelujah. Uh, before we go into today's word, I want us to start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace. We come, Almighty God, to ask that the Holy Spirit may come and help us. The Holy Spirit may come and speak through me. The Holy Spirit may come and help us to understand the word of God. May we hide the word of God in our hearts. When the word comes out, we know, Almighty God, that your word says it will never go back void. May you block every hindrance, every stumbling block that wants to come against the knowledge of God in our lives that wants to come and steal and kill and destroy the word when the word comes out. Father, we are here to receive your word. We are here, Almighty God, that you may speak to our hearts. We are here, Almighty God, that we stand against every obstacle that wants to rise up against your word. In the name of Jesus, Father, speak through me and we pray and we bless the reading of your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Last week, our pastor ministered under the topic that says, do whatever he tells you. So today, we are going to join into that word and go to part two and say, do whatever he tells you, part two. Today, we are going to be looking in the story of Joshua when he went with the Israelites to conquer a, a Canaan. We are going to read from the book of Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 to 5 in the NLT version. It reads as follows. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go in or out. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its kings and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priests give one long last on the, on the ram's horn, have all the people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. Hallelujah. 
we bless the reading of God's word. Joshua and the people did what God told them to do, and God did the rest. God is specific in the details that he gives to Joshua from where we have read. He gave Joshua a clear instruction from his weight. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. The Israelites merely stood back and watched. God bring down the wall to this heavily fortified city. We remember we uh, in the in the in the last verses in in the book of Numbers that when the spies came back, they said the walls were fortified. That city was fortified. That city had giants. Indeed, even when we read here, it was indicating that they had to go, they had to follow a certain instruction of going around that fortified wall. That very same wall that when the report came was one of the things that was making them shake, was one of the things that was making them doubt. But God is using that very thing. Hallelujah. The, 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 the Israelites, they had to follow a specific uh, instruction. If we do whatever God, God tells us to do, he will certainly do the rest. What did God tell the people to do? He told them to march around the city silently. He told them they were to do this once for six days. And on the seventh day, they were to yell. There is power in listening to the word of God and doing what he has given them instruction to do. The other thing that they were asked to do was that the Ark of the Covenant will lead the way. The Ark represents God's presence, which means God was with them all the way. It was not about the Israelites. It was not about them doing anything there. It was about the obedience of the word of God. In those seven days, the Lord was there. He never left them. He was leading in everything that they were doing. The only thing that they had to do was to follow the instruction. Mary said, in the book of uh, John, where the pastor read last week, that whatever he tells you, do it. There is power in following instruction. He, she knew that miracles will not happen unless they follow the instruction. She knew that if they follow what Jesus said they must do, miracles are bound to happen. So, there was never a day where they had to leave the ark at the camp. If they had left the ark at the camp, those walls would not have fallen down. The point was clear. The Lord will, will be leading this battle. The Lord will go first. The battle belonged to the Lord. And so did the victory. It was nothing about the Israelites. What they had to do 
for them to possess their promised land was to follow the instructions. When we do whatever God tells us to do, it requires patience. You can't do what God asks you to do without patience. There was no way that those men were going to go running back and forth to fetch water without being patient. Filling up eh, the water, it required patience. The Israelites, when they had to walk, an instruction, they had to walk once a day with those certain instructions that were given. It requires patience. We need to be patient. This reminds us or, uh, uh, from the book of, of, of 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 1, the, 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 the story of, the, of, of Naaman. It says that now Naaman was the commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because uh, through because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a violent a, a, a violent soldier and he had leprosy. Naaman had leprosy, but he was a great man. He, this great man who was leading the army had to follow instruction for his, for his leprosy to be healed. It required him to be patient. It required him to follow specific instructions. It says a young girl who served Naaman's wife said that her master could cure him. Naaman had to go and be submissive. Huh? To this instruction that is coming from this young girl who was a servant. To listen, to say there is higher power. There is someone whom if you go to, it, to, to that person, you will receive healing. It required him to, to humble himself. It required him to take off, you know, that, that, that stature of him being the commander of the army and listen. The prophet Elisha, he arrived and told Naaman to dip himself seven times in the river Jordan. He had to do it to get his breakthrough. I don't know what you are facing today. That requires you to be patient in doing what the word of God says you must do. Until you follow those instructions, until you execute the word of God as it is, that breakthrough will not come. That breakthrough will be delayed. The Lord said, by, the word of God says, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we have been healed. The healing is already provided. But if we don't believe that the healing has already been provided, then healing will not come. It takes us to believe. It takes us to trust. Naaman obeyed and his flesh was restored. Something was happening when the Israelites marched around Jericho day after day. Something was happening when Naaman dipped himself in the water 
time and time again. The word of God will never fail. The word of God will come to pass if only we can do what it tells us to do. Hallelujah. What was happening? Two things were happening. They were being faithful to the word. I don't know where you need to be faithful in the word in your life. When the word comes out, we need to be faithful. When you are going through your tribulation, you need to be faithful. If you don't remain faithful, then whatever you are asking God for, whatever you are standing on to say, I want God to do this, but you are not remaining faithful, it will not come to pass. You cannot cheat your way to miracles. You need to follow the word as it is. They were waiting on the Lord. They went the first time, waiting on the Lord. They went the second time, waiting on the Lord. It takes patience. It takes us to trust him completely on his weight. The Israelites, they had to, to, to be patient. There were times in the past when they were full of complaints. This was a nation that was full of complaints. But this time, they had to follow instructions. They had to be patient for the miracle to come to pass. Six days, the priests were supposed to be blasting the trumpets. Six days of carrying the ark of the covenant, of going with the presence of the Lord. Sometimes all it takes is us dwelling in the presence of the Lord. Because when we dwell in his presence and do what he tells us to do, miracles are bound to happen. There is no way that change will not come. Sometimes we derail ourselves because we want to be busy with other things. We take ourselves away from the presence of God, focusing on this and that instead of dwelling in the presence of the Lord. The six days, the ark, the ark had to be there. So it is important for us to always have the word of God, which will give us guidance, which will give us the, 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 the power that we need to press on. It will strengthen us when we do not have strength. If you leave the word behind, there is no way that you will come to victory because the devil comes with his tactics. The devil comes and plants his seeds. If it finds us not connected to the true vine, if it finds us that we are not rooted in the word, then it means that we will let go. Then it means that we will, we will, the devil will win over us. So it is important that we, we walk with the ark. Wherever we go, in whatever we do, we walk with the ark. The ark, which is the word of God. The word of God in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, it says, 
but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on, on, on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. When you do what the word of God tells you to do, you walk with the Lord. He strengthens you along the way. When they were walking around Jericho walls, God was with them. The presence of God was with them. He never left them. He never forsake them. They didn't think one day to say the ark is so heavy. Let's leave it in the camp and just go march. They didn't think one day to say, hi, today let's leave the, the, the priests and let's, let's go on without, without them. They had to follow the instructions. Naaman could have chosen to dip himself once or twice and said, then I will just go and wait and see if it will happen. If you are waiting on the Lord without following his weight, without following his instructions, there is no way that whatever you are waiting for will come to pass. Some of us, we are delaying our breakthroughs. We are delaying our miracles because of not following the weight, because of not doing what the word is telling us to do. Until he says differently, we need to continue to trust in him. Until he says differently, we do what he says we must do. What does it mean to do what God says we must do? We must do? It means we must trust him time and time again. Time and time again. In the face of such great obstacles, hmm? in the face of, 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 of that going around the, the, the Jericho wall, knowing that you are in the verge of your breakthrough, saying your, your promised land, Joshua complied with the plan of God. That plan might not have sounded good to people, but God, you can just let the, 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 the walls come crumbling down. Like how you did with the, with the Red Sea. He just opened it. But now it requires them to listen and do what he was telling them to do. Because God wants people to know that he has done it. It was not about the, women, the, 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 the men's techniques. It was not about the men's strategy. Joshua was, was, was the leader of, of, of the Israelites. He was good in battles. He could have said with the, with the chief um, uh, 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 commanders of the army to, 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 to strategize on how they're going to do it. But he had to listen carefully to the instructions of God and tell the people, this is how God is going to win. This is how God is going to give us this, this land, this promised land. Joshua simply followed God's instruction, and the people followed him to victory. Obedience is key. Compliance is the key to the moving of God's mighty hand in our lives. Hallelujah. It is impossible for us to be victorious if we don't follow God's commands. 
the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30, it says, It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days, and the walls came crashing down. All by faith, all by trusting in what God said they must do. They were victorious to experience the impossible becoming possible. We must believe the promises of God. The promises of God in his word is that his will must be done. We need to live in purpose. When we act in the obedience of his will, he will back us up. When they acted in the obedience of his word, his word came alive. They were backed up. The walls collapsed. The people already, remember when we, 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 we read in the book of uh, uh, Joshua, when we've read in the beginning, it says, now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. So the people were already afraid. Huh? No one was allowed to go in or out. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho. Joshua had to just comply because Jericho was already given to him. God said it. He declared it. He said, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. It is already said. It is already ours. The healing is already ours. We already possess it. Wealth is already ours. Financial breakthroughs, they are already ours. They have already been declared in his way. The only thing that we have to do is to do whatever he tells us to do. Because in his word, through all the promises, there is something that he says we must do. There is something that he says we must do. And we must do it. We can be sure that God will fulfill his promises. We should not step out recklessly in attempting the impossible. But we should ensure that we have the promises of God and we do what he tells us to do. Although the Israelites, even in the past, their faith, uh, it was doubtable. Eh? They had a track record of doubting God. They had a track record of going back on what God tells them to do. But this time around, they followed what God said they must do, and victory was setting. We can be like Joshua and the Israelites today. If we only we can follow what God is giving us his instruction in his word. If we don't do what God is telling us to do, then we will just be wondering. We will be wondering how many times have I been going through this Jericho? Because you are not following the instruction, you will not see the walls collapsing. It was only after the obedience of the word that the walls collapsed. It was by faith when they did what God instructed them to do that the walls came falling down. Joshua and the people of God, they demonstrated deep confidence in the power of God. Do we have that kind of confidence today? Do we have that kind of confidence in the word of God? 
What kind of walls of world cities are we facing right now? There is pandemic right now. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their loved ones. That can be the Jericho cities that we are facing, the Jericho walls that we are facing. But we need to trust God that he will take us through this. We need to trust God that even this pandemic will pass and we will rejoice again and we will feel safe again. Let us not lose hope. Let us hold on unto the promises of God. Let us be reminded that God gave us victory already. God said, Jericho, it's yours. I don't know what you're going through, whether it's financial difficulties, but God said already, I will give you the abilities to create wealth. He said, silver and gold are mine. So all we need to do is to follow his weight. All we need to do is to listen to the ways of God. He excels in doing the impossibles. That is his speciality. He can do the unthinkable. He says his thoughts are greater than our thoughts. We can think this far. We can think as far as we can see the situation. But with God on our side, nothing shall be impossible. He will help us all the way. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, it says, For by grace, hallelujah, we have been saved through faith. And that not yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works. So, lest anyone should boast. Hmm? Lest anyone should boast about the salvation of God. I am here to say to someone, you might not know this God that we are talking about. You might not know how to trust in this God. But it can be possible if only you can believe that he is who he says he is. That he is your Lord and Savior today. From this scripture that we have read, I want you to know that his salvation is free. I want you to know that you can receive Jesus today. I want us to go and pray for the salvation of souls. We've got family members, we've got brothers, we've got sisters, we've got parents that are not saved. We've got people out there that don't know Jesus. It's like we can share this word with them. And if you are here today and you are listening to this message and you say, I want this God. I want to do whatever he tells me to do. It is only possible if you have him as your Lord and Savior today. So let us go and pray the prayer of salvation with those that are saying, Jesus, I want you to be mine. Jesus, I want you to come into my heart today. So let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Wash me 
with your precious blood and make me spotless clean. Fill me, Lord Jesus, with the Holy Spirit to fulfill my God-given assignment. I believe that I am a child of God. I believe that I have been made new today. I am a new creation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome into the kingdom of God. Welcome, child of God. Now you are one with those that will do what God tells them to do and they receive it. You are more than a conqueror. So if you have accepted the Lord today, I want you to contact us at Christ the Art Church. The details will be on the screen. Partner with us and come and let us soldier on. We will help you to know what it means to accept the Lord as your Savior. We will guide you in reading the Word and making the Word to be alive in your life. It does not end there. It ends with you following Him every day of your life. It ends with you joining with the Lord as the heir of the Father. So, we are going to give today. We are going to read from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 8. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your hearts to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So please, with this word, we are saying partner with us at Christ the Ark Church in giving towards making the word of God become a reality to all. Partner with us in giving so that we can continue to do the word of God. Where we are here in Centurion, touching lives, changing people's lives. I hope you have been blessed and I hope you will enjoy your, 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 your week meditating upon God's weight. Let us go and pray and ask God to lead us as we do whatever he tells us to do because we have heard that it requires patience. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your weight. We thank you, almighty God, that you remain faithful. The Israelites went through the Jericho walls, went around the Jericho walls seven times trusting in your word, believing in your word. I want to stand believing today that whatever we are facing today in this generation, Lord, you will also help us to get through it. You will also help us to be victorious. Teach us, almighty God, through the Holy Spirit to do whatever you tell us to do, to remain faithful in reading your word, to remain faithful in doing your word. Heavenly Father, 
We pray the blessings of the Lord upon each and every person that was listening to this message. We pray, Almighty God, that you will be heard in their lives. They are no longer doing whatever they want to do, but they are going to do whatever you tell them to do in your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we are trusting in you. We are depending upon you. We are believing in your way. By faith, our mountains will move. In Jesus' mighty name, we bless the reading, the word of God. We bless where the word of God is going to, 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 to be ministered. We bless where the word of God is going to do in, 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 in each and every person's life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Amen and amen. Amen. I hope you have been blessed. Until we meet again next week, enjoy the rest of your week. And if you're partnering with us in giving, please see the next slide. Amen.